Only went live on my YouTube channel, my uh, Facebook page, Twitter page, and all that. So, anyways, yeah, I'm streaming live on most platforms. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, so I was talking with my dad the other day, and just to tell you guys, uh, as a father, fathers are lacking availability today. That's what you're lacking. All your kids need is availability. If anything, if you are there too much for them, that's a good thing. If you're there so much for your kid that it's annoying them, then that's a good place to be. Because in today's generation, we're missing that as dads, as fathers. We have neglected that duty of just being there for our kids. So when they go through the trenches and they actually hit stuff in life, they're not going to ask you for advice because you were never there for them to begin with. So why would I why would I depend on somebody that I can't trust that was never there? Dang, that is powerful. I don't know why I started off saying that. But anyways, I was talking with my dad about two weeks ago, and he said something really powerful. And we were just talking. We always talk about the Bible and stuff like that. But we came to the part in the Bible where it says meditate on the word day and night. Meditate on the word day and night, guys. Day and night. All right. So, guys, before I even do anything, do you need the Bible? Verse? I think you need the Bible verse. Let me just read it. In Psalms 1, 1 through 2, let me go ahead and search. Let's go ahead and pop up the scripture verse. I want you guys to see it. But, guys, do you meditate on the word day and night? Do you? Do you read the Bible day and night? Right? So, what is on your mind all the time? Yeah. <laughs> What takes up space on your mind all the time? What occupies the most space in your mind day after day? Is it God's word? Do you meditate on the word day and night? Guys, if you don't meditate on the word day and night, I'm just going to spoil it. If you don't meditate on the word day and night, you ain't doing what God has created you to do. Your life isn't your own. You are bought with a price. You aren't meant for sexual, which I'm going to talk about in 1 Corinthians 6 and 1 Corinthians 7 on my YouTube channel. You weren't made to commit sin. You weren't made to sin. You weren't made to live like you want to live. You weren't made to do what you want to do. So contrary to what culture believes, contrary to what the world says, that's another thing. You have to continue to renew your mind. You have to continually change your conformed mind because that's what the world has done. The world has conformed. It has motivated you. It has programmed you to think a certain way. No matter who, if you have a, a if you are a Republican or Democratic, I feel sorry for you. You have been brainwashed and programmed to just be divided for no reason. All right. If you are racist, dogs aren't racist against each other. You don't see a German Shepherd trying to kill an Akita. Well, that's a bad way to say it, but they're not racist against each other, right? So, guys, like, if dogs don't see color, why do you? Like, you know, oh, my gosh, I got somebody messaging me. I'm, stop. Leave me alone. Don't message me. I'm on video. I'm live. But anyways, um, yeah, what was I talking about? I don't even know what I was talking about. But anyways, do you meditate on the word day and night? Right, guys? So let's keep on talking. What has all your time? Who and what gets all your energy? Why isn't it God? Why isn't it the Bible? You know, why are you living contrary to what the Bible says? 
Meditate on the word day and night, guys. Day and night. Do you do that? There's a reason why you don't think you know who God is. There's a reason why you feel distant from God. There's a reason why you don't know the Bible. And as a Christian, you claim to be, oh my gosh, you claim to be Christian. You claim to be Christian, right? You claim to believe in God. You claim to have faith in his word, but you don't know his word. You barely know his word, right? How much do you know the Bible? Like, seriously, shouldn't you know the Bible more than you know Game of Thrones? Shouldn't you know the Bible more than you know all the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers players to ever play? Like, shouldn't you know the Bible better than anything else on this earth? But yet you claim to be a believer. That's that's hilarious. Hilarious. You don't meditate on the word day and night. How? Like, you don't even know what you believe in, guys. So, guys, I'm going to start off again. Do you read the Bible day and night? Like, all right, so let's let's talk about these scripture verses, man. But yeah, you know what? I'm gonna just keep on. Like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and read it. Let's just read it. All right. So I'm sharing my screen. Um and again, if you want to see my screen, like when I share my screen when I go live, uh just go to yeah, my YouTube channel, upload past crossroads, upload past crossroads or my podcast. Uh you can also go to my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. My Twitter, I'm live on there as well. Trouble Don't Last, just like my Instagram page that I'm live on. But you guys can't, can't see my screen. And then my snap is Trouble Don't Last. And then my other Instagram page is my underscore daily underscore Bible, which I'm live on too. And then my Tumblr page, Trouble Don't Last, number one. But yeah, guys, man, I pray that the Bible just means everything to you because it means everything to me. And I've been reading it more and more throughout the years. And let me just talk heart to heart real quick. So like since I was 17, so since 2010, I've made, dang, I'm old. Since 2010, I have made a new year's resolution to read the Bible each and every single day of my life. Not only that, I read it for no less, no less than eight hours a day. No less since 2010, guys. So that's why I know the Bible like I do and can articulate it and just, I'm that passionate about it. You can just, and I know the stories like I do, but guys, I still don't know it like I should know it, right? I need everybody. I'm sure everybody that's a believer, no matter how much you know the Bible. See, that's how you know you don't know the Bible. If you don't know the Bible, you will say, I know the Bible. I know everything in the Bible. I know everything that's in there. and It's stupid. (laughs) You don't even know who Jehoshaphat is. You don't even know who Shifran Pua is. Like, you don't know anything. You You can't articulate who Amos is, Hezekiah is, Obadiah. You barely know Jonah's story. Uh, you don't know anything, right? <laughs> you don't. You can't describe the tabernacle. Like, what's the first item in the tabernacle? Like, what are the curtains made out of? Like, you know, like, there's just certain stuff you don't know. And, and that's just, like, but it, like I was saying, the more you know the Bible, the more you figure out what you don't know. Because, guys, there's so many scripture verses, so many chapters, and you can read the same one for the rest of your life. You can stay in one chapter the rest of your life. Like I'm staying right now in 1 Corinthians 6 and 7, and I can stay there the rest of my life because everything about your faith relates to this, right? 1 Corinthians 6 and 7. But anyways, guys, um, yeah, guys, so how often do you read the Bible? Like, don't you think you should read it more? Don't you think you should be in the Bible more than you are watching Net- on Netflix or on Hulu or watching a movie, going to the movies or hanging out with friends? Like the Bible should be your number one priority. If you're a believer, please tell me that's the most, you think that's idiotic? You think that's stupid? 
for a believer. And I look at it like this, like I was really going to do this in another video, but this Bible, guys, this Bible is your playbook. My favorite player of all time. Let me share my screen. Let me share my screen while I talk about this because, you know, this I'm passionate about stuff like this. My favorite player of all time is Kobe Bean Bryant, the Black Mamba in basketball. My other favorite player of all time, obviously, is my favorite player of all time is Kobe Bryant. Obviously, I'm going to love Michael Jordan, right? So I like Michael Jordan, too. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, right? These two guys. Yeah, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Let me find a good photo of Michael Jordan. You see Michael Jordan? You see Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bean. I like Froby. Froby is my favorite Kobe. That rhymes. Froby is my favorite Kobe. But anyways, yeah, Froby is my favorite Kobe, guys. So, like, yeah, you got Kobe Bryant, you got Michael Jordan. These two guys, like, I've been, one thing I always watch all the time is The Last Dance. Like, since The Last Dance has come out, I've watched it a few times. And I never watched anything over again, anything. Because there's so much stuff to watch, right? There's so much other shows and other movies. There's so much stuff out there. I, like, like just try my best to just enjoy the life while I have it because it's temporary, right? Heaven's going to be totally different. You guys get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I just try to take in everything, like spill out all the gifts that God has given me. Just stir up all the gifts that God has given me while I have it because it's short. The time is short. That's the scripture verse, right? So, guys, in saying all that, man, um, one thing that I learned in the last dance and with Kobe Bryant, too, just with his whole career is they were so intense with their teammates. Like, they treated just practice, not even not even a game. They treated practice like it was a game. They treated just anything with basketball, working out, getting ready, and holding in your craft, like your nutrition. They treated all of it like it was everything because they related to the game, right? You claim to be a believer, right? You're going out into the world every single day to this game, right? But you're not taking it serious. You don't know the playbook. You ain't been studying it. You ain't been in this book. You barely know it. And you call yourself a Christian. Are you kidding me? And that's what Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan did. They used to chew out their teammates for just coming into practice and not trying. Coming into practice and being lazy. Coming into training camp and not being prepared and being out of shape. Are you freaking kidding me? And this is a championship team. A championship team. Right? And you ain't come prepared. This is the same thing. If they did that with basketball, what do you think we should do with the Bible? What do you think we should do with life? Life is temporary. It is passing. It is fleeting. It doesn't last forever. You need to learn that you don't have all day to do what God has called you to do. That's another video I did on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll add a card in it on my YouTube channel. Um, upload past crossroads, by the way, if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel and check out more videos. But yes, guys, like just like I was saying, man, this this Bible, man, is everything. Like, are you continually renewing your mind each and every single day? Or are you letting the world conform your mind to the pattern of this world? Right? Because if you are, you're an enemy of God. You're being deceived by the enemy. You're being deceived by Satan. You're in opposition with God. There's no short, there's no if, and, or bust about it. There's no being on the fence. You got to be all in with this. All in. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say with Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. My favorite player of all time, Kobe Bryant, was all in with basketball. And he talked about that with his animation and his poem, Dear Basketball, when he said that, you know, since I was a baby and I was 
rolling up my dad's tube socks and playing basketball. You know, I fell in love with you. I gave everything to the game because I loved you. And the game he's talking about was basketball. So what the heck do you think you should do with your life? Your life. We ain't just talking about. See, so many people focused on Kobe Bryant's life, focused on any celebrity's life, like Serena Williams. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, name a celebrity. Will Ferrell. I don't know. You guys. Oh, Cardi B. There we go. There goes some. Cardi B. Megan The Stallion. Uh, Little John back in my day. But, you know, you guys get what I'm saying, man. Like, we're focused on the wrong things. We're trying to be like the greatest, the, the trend, whatever the trend is in the world. We're trying to be like that, doing that little the little shoot, is it called a shoot? Doing the floss? That's that's old school now. That's not even relevant. No more. I don't know that new dance they're doing with the. It's like they're doing coconuts or something, something like. That. I don't know what that is. I just seen a few dances, but you guys get what I'm saying, man. Like, what are you focused on the most? And let me just read the scripture verses that I want to read to you guys because you know, this is gonna bring to light everything I'm trying to say, right? So I'm going to go with Psalms uh, 1, 1 through 2, all right? So in Psalms 1, 1 through 2, I'm sharing my screen on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, on my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, Twitter page, Trouble Don't Last. Yeah, all those platforms, guys. But anyways, man, let's read this scripture verse. So just to relay the point that God, this is a message from the Lord, all right? This is not my opinion, all right? I'm just doing what God says. If I had it my way, I would send to <laughs> but if you love the Lord, you'll do anything for it, right? Just like Cole Bryant said with the game of basketball. Like he did he did it all for the game of basketball because he didn't have long, right? Same thing for Michael Jordan. He gave basketball everything he had. If they did that for a worldly game, what the heck should you do with eternity? The kingdom of God. That's gonna last forever. Like, oh my gosh, guys. So Psalms 1, 1 to 2. Blessed is the man. Blessed, guys. That's the first thing you need to see right here. Blessed means, you know what, let's just look up what the word blessed means so we can know. Blessed, man. Blessed means made holy, consecrated. It means a title preceding the name. Oh, no, that doesn't mean all that. It means, let's just go with some synonyms. So blessed means holy, sacred, hallowed, consecrated, sanctified, divine, dedicated, venerated, revered. Oh, my God, that is powerful. Revered, ordained, all that stuff. Lucky, happy, joyful, favored, joyous. All right, you guys get what I'm saying. So let's. let's this is how I read the Bible, man. I try to, uh, you know, put it all together. So let me go back to that verse. All right, so Psalm, Psalms 1, 1 through 2. All right, so let's go back to it. I'm going to get my screen brush out so we can mark this up. So blessed, I read that word. So blessed, favored, joyous, happy, sanctified, set apart, consecrated. Consecrated and sanctified to what? Sanctified, set apart for God's purpose, set apart to serve him, set apart for his favor, his goodness, his mercy, his blessing, all that stuff, man. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Everything on earth is ungodly, just about. Like the, the way that the world's orchestrated, the way the things that make the world happy, that satisfy them, that they're trying to make you chase after. For example, they twist everything that's good that's from the Lord, right? This is what I'm trying to say. They twist everything. So marriage, everybody wants to get married. But how much, who, how long does, guys, did you know, fun fact, 
Did you know that the average marriage in the United States only lasts 8.2 years? 8.2 years. Did you hear me? 8.2 years, guys. Eight years. Did you hear me? Did you know that? See, what does God say about divorce? Does he want divorce to happen? Does he cheer on for divorce? But what does the world do? You should leave them. You should get rid of them. They don't care about commitment no more. You guys see what I'm saying, man? The, oh, my gosh. Stuff that the rapper's talking about, man. Um, you want money. You want, you know, I was about to say a bad word. You want girls. You know, you want, you want sex all the time, man. Like, it's, it's nice stuff, but you done twisted what God intended those things for. You know what I'm saying? So blessed and favored and happy is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth sitteth in the seat of the scornful, right? But his delight, mm -mm -mm. what makes him happy, what satisfies him, what brings him the most joy, what he seeks after the most, guys. But his delight is the law of the Lord. Mm -mm. The law. And his law doth he meditate on day and night. Meditate. You just you gotta see that day and night. His law. Does he meditate day and night? You gotta see that, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you again, guys. I'm gonna ask you again. How often do you read your Bible? How often do you read your Bible? I'm trying to get to my notes. And how much time do you spend with God? And does God get all of your time? And do you know the Bible better than you know anything else in this life? Because as a believer, what's going to last the longest? The kingdom of God, eternity, or this world? the things that satisfy this world. Obviously, the trends don't last. Obviously, the nations don't last. Obviously, people don't last. Money don't last. Nothing lasts, right? So you guys see what I'm saying? So if that's the case, why are we chasing after those things? Why are we putting all our energy and time into those things? When... We shouldn't be walking in that council. We shouldn't be standing in that way that the sinners stand in, right? We shouldn't be sitting in the places that makes the world happy when we should be focusing on expanding the kingdom, doing God's work. You know, I'm going to just let the scripture speak for itself. I'm going to get to it in a minute. But guys, just to belabor the point, did you guys look up what the word meditate means? See, when you study the Bible, this is what you should do. You should break it down, like verse by verse, section by section, phrase by phrase. That's how you are. That's how you really comprehend what God meant with that text, right? So meditate, man. What does the word meditate mean? It means to contemplate, to think about, to consider, to ponder, to reflect. And that's a lot of scripture verses. We're about to hit all those. But man, it's to digest. That's what meditate means. Do you do that with the Bible day and night? It's not just a one-time thing. 
some people, they hang all their faith, all their walk with God on Sunday or on Wednesday for Bible study. But throughout the week, they don't do nothing with God. You know, your relationship with God is very important. Your relationship with God dictates everything. It sets the tone for everything. I, I painted a picture like this. Like, you got the cross, right? Your horizontal relationships, your family, your friends, your career field, what you do with your life, the decisions you make, everywhere you go, the places you go to, what you decide to do, your choices, all are a reflection. The horizontal is all a reflection of the vertical. Oh, where you get your, who's conforming your mind? Who's renewing your mind? Is it God, right? Everything's a reflection of your relationship with God. And when your relationship with God ain't good, though, if the vertical isn't good, if you don't got the vertical right, it dictates everything. Nothing else is going to be right either. The horizontal is not going to be right. You guys see what I'm saying? So, man, how is your horizontal? And what do you need to do? To get your horizontal right. You wanna know why you, you're in a messy situation, why your life isn't going so good, and why you just feel like you're in a dump in a bad situation. It's because of the choices you made majority of the time, right? And you're not doing what God's called you to do. The the vertical, right? The vertical and the horizontal. You guys get it, man? So, man, um, yeah. Do you meditate on the word day and night, guys? Day and night, focus on the law of the Lord. Do you focus on um, God's way? Do you focus on spiritual things? Do you focus on God Himself? You know, are you are you repenting of your sin? Do you see your sin as sin? Do you see sin the way that God sees it, or do you just keep on living the way that you're living and keep on doing what you do? Is that the way of a Christian? <laughs> your your verticals effed up because you don't know God's way. And that's so crazy because that's one thing I'm learning with the book of 1 Corinthians. I've been, for my Bible study, I have a Bible study on Friday nights at 7 p.m. And we're going through the book of 1 Corinthians verse by verse, just talking about each chapter. And with the book of 1 Corinthians, the Corinthian church was so carnal. They had living so carnally, so worldly. Because they didn't know God's way, because they didn't meditate on the word day and night. They didn't ponder it. They didn't reflect it. And they barely did it. And because they barely did it, they weren't glorifying God in every area of your life. And that's what the goal should be, guys, as a believer. You should be glorifying God in every area of your life. God should have all of you. And that's for each of us. There's some places you can't go to. There's some things you just can't do as a Christian. You're not free. You're not at liberty to do any and everything. You have to say no to certain things as a believer, believe it or not. And if you don't think so, you're living like the devil, right? That's what Satan did. And that's what Satan thought. And that's what he <laughs> tricked uh, Eve and Adam into doing. And all of us, guys, He just he's the master of lies, man. So guys, you guys see what I'm saying, man. This is not my opinion, all right? If I had it my way again, I would sin too. I would love to sin. Sin is fun. Sin is fun. I feel like I'm missing out sometimes. I really do. I'm young. You see me? I look kind of good. Shoot. But I don't, I don't get to do all that stuff, man. I want to. But, but anyways, man, you got Psalms 119.15. So I med- David said, I will meditate in, in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Right? So meditate, consider, 
fix your eyes on, contemplate, regard, think about, follow, examine. Do you do this with the Bible? Behold attentively. Does the Bible get all your attention? Does God, in his way, in his law, in everything he says, get all your attention? Does he have your focus? This is what contemplate and meditate on God's word means, right? Contemplate means to look carefully for a long time at, to view, to regard, to examine, to inspect, to observe, all that stuff. Do you do that with the Bible? Do you do that with God? This is everything, guys. If you you're, if your relationship with God is messed up, if you feel like you're far from God and don't hear from God, this is why. You don't meditate on the word day and night. Because I, I assure you, I've been studying the word since 2010, like I said, for 8 to 13 hours a day. You telling me I ain't going to hear from God? Since 2010, it is 2021, almost 2022. That's a long time. To 8 to 13 hours a day. What do you think God's going to do with that? You think he's just going to lead me to fend for myself? See, that's another scripture verse. That's how you don't know you don't know the Bible. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, uh, what is Jeremiah 29, 13 says? If God promised, if you seek me and you seek me with all your heart, then you'll find me. Then you'll find me, right? If you don't seek the Lord, what's going to happen? You're not going to find him. But if you seek him, if you meditate on his word, if you, boy, that's another promise from the Bible. There's a story in the Bible that Jesus said, and he said, if a wicked person on earth knows how to give a good gift to their son, if their son asks for bread, is the evil is Hitler going to give his son Hitler? Is he going to give his son a snake if his son asks for bread? Is Hitler going to give his his son a snake if his son asks for fish? So like, if Hitler, the evilest per- person on earth to some people, the most wickedest purpose person on earth to ever exist, if he wanted to do that with his son, what do you think God will do to his son to his daughter? When they seek his face, when they seek him and re- rely on him to rely on him and depend on him to give him all the answers of to give them all the answers of life, to help guide them through life and help them to make decisions. What do you think God's gonna do with that? You think he's gonna leave you to fend for yourself? Really? See, that's how you know you don't know the Bible, man. God will not leave you nor forsake you. That's the scripture verse. Guys, God is an ever-present help. He's there for you. These are scripture verses, guys. He's and man, he's there for you to comfort you. He's he's with you. You just gotta go to him. If you feel like God has moved, guess who really moved? You did. Like if you feel like God's not there, guess who moved? You. You have to, you don't get to come to God like you want to come to God. You gotta come to him the way he has permitted. My arm is so cricket on my video. Like people don't think I got a problem. But anyways, you guys get what I'm saying, man. So, guys, meditate on the word day and night. I'm not even going to read the other scripture verses. I could read more. But you guys get the point, man. Do you meditate? Do you read? Do you ponder? Do you contemplate the word of God day and night? This is the way of the Lord. This is not Sean's way. This is not my opinion. This is a scripture verse from the Lord. You don't know why you need to do this so you don't be deceived. You don't know why you need to do this because... You're being fooled by the world each and every single day by what you watch, by the place, what you allow to entertain you, by what you think gives you the most joy and satisfaction in this life. If it ain't God's word and God's law law and God's precepts and that's what you're studying 24-7, trust me, guys. I've been in your situation. I know you're being influenced in a negative way to do stuff contrary to what God wants. That's There's no shortcut in it. It's black and white with God. There's 
no gray area. If you're on the fence in a gray area, in the middle, just halfway serving him, you're there's you there's no you're with God. No, you're with the devil, guys. Like this is the Bible. This is not mine. I wish I wish you could be on the fence and just do what you want to do, live what you want to live and make it happen. But according to the Bible, man, that is a real bad line to be in. All right, guys. So, guys, I know you get what I'm saying, man. So, man, meditate on the word day and night. I pray that the Bible is the most delight that you ever get in your life. I pray that you fought, your mind will just have the urge in the in the in the uh just whatever you need to to just consider God, consider his ways and just let that be all that there is with your life because there's no other way guys. You were made for the Lord. You weren't made to do anything else. You were made for the Lord, guys. Did you hear me? So you were made to serve him, to do what he says, to be his creation. He's your creator. He gets to say it all. You don't you don't get no say at all. None of us do, all right? I'm speaking for all of us, right? So, <laughs> yeah, guys, you guys get what I'm saying, man. So I pray you guys enjoyed the video, man. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, uh, my Facebook page and my LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my uh, two Instagram pages, Trouble Don't Last, my underscore daily underscore Bible, um, and then my Snap, my Twitter is Trouble Don't Last as well, and then my Tumblr, Trouble Don't Last number one. Please share this video. Um, like all my videos, man. And yeah, if you don't do those two things, man, this Instagram and social media is not going to be kind to me, guys. So I need you guys to please just do that. If you really enjoyed this video and this content and everything I'll be doing here at Upload Past Crossroads and my social media pages. But I'll see you guys later, man. My phone's about to die, so I got to go. But you guys have a good one, man.